Welcome to the Daily Check-In for the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L., your host. This specific podcast series is a platform for folks to check in, get current, and carry a clear message of hope. I've asked each of our daily guests to have a topic in mind to share on and to have a question to ask you, our listeners. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with step work, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as an additional resource toward our collective growth as addicts in recovery. We were simply addicts seeking recovery, nothing more, and for sure, nothing less. Now let's get started. All right, welcome back, everyone. October 26th, we're here with Andrew and Eric, and we're talking about special interest meetings. Eric had some interesting, uh, Eric, what's happening? Well, I didn't have it. I had a bunch of interesting questions. I wanted to hear some other people's experience on them because I've heard some. Uh, Come on, fire some- them I've heard some different things about them, you know, um, whether they are unifying or not, maybe. Um, personally, I'm all about it. You know what I mean? I'm all about it. So in context, so, we're talking about, Andrew, what do you think? We're talking about men's meetings, like women's meetings, then LGBTQ meetings. What other ones do we have here that would fall under special interest? Professional meetings, I've heard those, like in, mm-hmm. in a few different cities. I've heard professionals. I need clarification on that, actually. I don't think I've ever been to one. What's the lawyers, doctors, stuff like that? I think probably if, like you have letters after your name, maybe or before your name. That. I don't support that. <laughs> <laughs> Disperse amongst us, comma folk. Okay. I think it's 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 a fine balance. And and like we were talking about in the um in the tradition study in the first tradition, right? That like we we try to focus on the spirit of the traditions and not maybe necessarily the the letter of the law in quotes. Um, because I, I think that it's important that people are seen, right? Um, and maybe for some people you go to a narcotics anonymous meeting in your area and you are not seen, or maybe you're not seen the way that you want to be seen. Like if you're a woman and you go into a room full of like dudes, um, you know, based on your past experience like that, that may not be it. That, that may not be an environment that's conducive to your recovery, you know, um, or like, I mean, just basically like, there are some people out there who just like, they're not down with other people's lifestyles, you know, and um, and it's important that like everybody has a space where they can hear this message and, and try it on and see like what works, you know. I see what you're saying, yeah, and, and to feel safe in doing so. Mm. Yeah. Well, then, Eric, what do you think about that? Then, do you see the value in it now? Oh yeah, like looking not at it through I, there. Not that I before and what I'm, I just, I just really quick doing some research as we're talking, and uh, yeah, like it, it says that they seem to survive and flourish in local NA communities where there is a need and desire for such meetings. Yeah, you, you know what I, you know what we kind of do, we kind, we kind of, and not, not every area, not every meeting. I'm just speaking in very general terms from what I've seen, is like a lot of inner city meetings primarily black and then maybe suburban or rural meetings white and Mm -hmm. it's almost like you know you wouldn't see that on a meeting list though you wouldn't say hey look this is you know predominantly this race or you know whatever this ethnicity you know whatever but we do list it as like a woman's meeting or or a men's meeting lgbtq but um yeah i don't know i don't know where i fall on that i think if if Kind of like how how you laid it out, Andrew. If if it's a safe place for folks to go, cool. 
I do, I do think maybe we need to consider like, okay, does it like, where does it end? Like, could we get so specific? And this is, I'm just, this is just an example. I'm going to give it like a very extreme. Okay. Not, not that this would actually be one, but like, where do we stop along the way? So, so would we have a special interest meeting that says, Hey, look, over 30 male, you keep filling in the blank. Mm-hmm. why or you know what whatever 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 like where do we where do we kind of say hey look you know that's kind of outside what we're comfortable with would be my yeah question. i think our our members live that out in their experience you know um that like uh, you know look at for full disclosure i am a blonde haired blue-eyed white guy in my mid-30s who lives in north atlanta in a predominantly like you know upper middle class white neighborhood and right? very handsome so, and I'm handsome. super fucking handsome. <laughs> so, but it, like, so it, I, I don't, I don't want to talk about like marginalized groups maybe cause like I am the Uber majority, but at the same time, I think that like, if, if, if our members carry the spirit of the tradition, then they can go into a place where they feel seen and identified and foster a space for other people to have that and then go some sort of someplace where they don't and still experience the message of Narcotics Anonymous and share it and experience recovery. Like as a white guy, if I go to like, you know, the Highland Club in Atlanta, you know, which is like mostly African-American people, like I can still connect with that. You know, it's not like special interest. Um, you know, there's a there's a club for for gay folk, the Galano Club um, in Atlanta as well. Like I can still go there and people aren't going to be like, whoa, no, you don't belong. I think women's meetings is kind of where that is like a pretty aligned that like I, I've never been a dude going to a women's meeting because that sort of feels like predatory for me. I know that some other people have experience with that, but I don't know. Um, but yeah, I think our, our members, our members allow that to happen and not become what you're describing. Yeah. Okay. Right on. Yeah. Point two. I, uh, I, well, I want to read this real quick. It says it does not appear to be anything in the 12 traditions, which cautions against group cautions groups against holding special interest meetings, provided that the group has no requirements for membership other than a desire to stop using. Oh. So not saying, you know, if it's a special interest meeting, it's not saying you can't be a member, uh, you know, so I think that might be where, where the line with the traditions oh, goes. Yeah. I've had experience too. And I know that in a women's meeting that's here, I've heard of how their, their group conscience went. They had decided not to and let anybody but women in. And then a sick a suffering addict came and they turned them away. And if they had a discussion afterwards and they decided that if that ever happened again, they would allow them if they wanted to participate in the meeting. And I've experienced that at our local men's meeting. A woman came in one day and we said, I think she was looking for an AA meeting. Yeah. And he said, well, this is a men's NA meeting, but if you want to attend, of course, you're welcome to. Hmm. And I, and Andrew, like with the, the language that you were using, I think that encapsulates the spirit of the traditions of saying, hey, look, we got you. Yeah. You know, we got you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, w- looking at it from that, looking at it from that perspective, is it's like we as members kind of police ourselves and say, OK, if this meeting list says LGBTQ, you know, and I don't identify or men and I, and I'm not a, you know, a man or woman, whatever. Then I say, okay, you know, I'll go to another meeting. It provided that there is one that night, if I need to go to a meeting, I guess my hangup would be kind of like that. with The the situation you just described, Derek, like if I'm, if I'm, if I'm a man and like, I need to get to a meeting, 
and it's a the the only one I can get to maybe within walking distance. You know, I, obviously these are hypotheticals, but you know, if I can if I could get to the and it's a woman's meeting, bro, not letting me in the door. Oh, that's tough, man. That just sits. That's it's really tough. It my my experience though has been like there's been a handful of times where I've ended up at a LGBTQ meeting, and uh, don't necessarily identify with with that, but welcomed with nothing but love. Super happy that I went to the meeting. Um, you know, it, it, it fantastic. Uh, so I don't know, man. I don't know about that. That 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 sits a little uneasy, you know, of of hearing like an addict being like, "Hey, uh, can't do it." Well, this might be a little naive of me, but I am under the impression that spiritual principles guide us. And my sponsor used to say a couple of things. He'd say spiritual principles are never in conflict, right? Mm. So, like, if love and unity, they you know these. There shouldn't be a conflict there. Like one of them's gonna supersede, right? Like mm. uh, that might be. And then uh, he used to say, "If it ain't spiritual, it ain't practical, man. If it ain't practical, it won't survive." You know. So that's, it's easy for me to fall back on that and not uh, feel like I have to guard anything. Personally. Yeah, I think to that point, I, you know, again, I can only speak for myself, but like for me, a lot of the things like addict is one of my main identities that I, that I identify with, right? Like that main thing that I, that I flag onto is that I'm a member of Narcotics Anonymous first and foremost, um, you know, and, and any other sort of identity that I have, it, it almost stems out of that, you know, so to speak. Um, and I think that there are probably a lot of members out there who, who are in special interest groups who would feel the same way of like, yeah, I, I identify as a lesbian or a gay man or a woman or a professional or whatever. But at the top of the list, the big umbrella is that I'm an addict and I'm a member of Narcotics Anonymous and this is my solution. Yeah, that's beautiful, man. So that's a question for the folk, like how do, in the spirit of love, how do we support, interact with um, special interest meetings? I'm not even sure. Is that is that the lingo that we use now still too? Special? Yeah, we're going to roll with that. Yeah, that's a question, folks. How do we, out of love and support, how do we interact with special interest meetings? Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the Anonymous Podcast. I encourage you all to focus on that magic six-letter word, others, as we go out into the world. Until next time, I'm your host, Douglas L. Namaste and God bless.